world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. I peed pre-show, but now that's been a half hour, and I already got two waters and three cups of decaf in me. Uh, okay, there we go. Just start wearing a Depends. Show Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Alrighty, live from, <laughs> live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. <laughs> it's show 500. Zero, zero. It is. 500 hours spent with Good you. Good God almighty. <laughs> At least an hour on the on the mic before the shows. Oh, <laughs> God, laughing yeah. our asses off. The stuff that we can't say. <laughs> right. And in between. So, so for all of you out there when when the when the gun for hire when my book comes out crime proof, the audio version will be peppered with commentary by me because <laughs> I will be the one recording it. <laughs> So that's going to be worth the price of admission right yes. there. Oh, so yes. I'd, I'd like to say it's the Monday before uh, Christmas. Ho, 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 hoes. Ho, ho, ho. Hoes. Hoes. So I have good news and, as predicted, bad news okay. for show 500. So the good news for all the haters, <clears throat> all the what is the NRA, ANGRPC, and everybody else done for my $40 a year dues. <laughs> The NRA, in coordination with the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, which is the state NRA liaison, uh, filed cert with the Supreme Court yesterday to hear a challenge to New York's restrictive process for issuing concealed carry permits. How do you like that? I like that a lot. So. As long as New York continues denying law-abiding gun owners their Second Amendment rights, the NRA will continue to fight and protect and expand those rights, said Jason Wemay, Executive Director of NRA ILA. The case, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Corlett, challenges New York's requirement for applicants to demonstrate probable cause to carry a firearm. While New York routinely employs this arbitrary standard to deny carry permits, the NRA argues that this right should be available to all people instead of a subset of the people that can distinguish themselves from their fellow Americans by showing proper cause. This is a beautiful case. And remember now, the Supreme Court has changed. And if Thomas bites on this case... We should have four justices to grant cert, and we have right now five justices. Excuse me, I'm so excited, I'm losing my voice. We should have five justices that can uh, take this case and hopefully grant us relief, okay? So, this is the first case to hit the Supremes. We have another carry case in the ninth. We We have a mag case in the ninth. We have our mag case in the third right now. Obviously, our New Jersey carry case is still at the state level, and uh, 
the other carry case for FPC, Firearms Policy Center, is also at the state level. So those are the those cases are further down the road. This case is the first one where after they denied cert to 10 cases last year, this may be the case. And for everybody listening, this doesn't only help New York. Okay? Right. This helps right. everybody because this will set precedent. Okay? And who knows? We might, what do they call it, amicus briefs? You might see uh, the NRA and RPC signing on for briefs for this case as well. As well as other states that are uh, that are being uh, taken for granted and advantage of, like we are. So this is super phenomenal, great news. Now we got to pray that the Supreme Court, by by the spring, grants cert to this case. I'm going to get some more info from Dan Schmutter and and Scott Bach on this, but this case has been brewing for quite a few years. All right, it started a couple of years ago. And uh, it's finally made its way up to get into the front of the Supreme Court. So, again, for all the haters out there that nothing's being done, what are we doing to fight our rights? I know that we're supposed to just get a quill out and write a thing and say it's all okay to carry now because the NRA said it's okay because our members are mad. It doesn't work that way. You know, learn yeah. the law, learn to do ju- the judicial system right. and the balance of powers in our states and our countries, in our country. So, This is a good sign, a great sign, as a matter of fact. And we have to, have to keep the support of ANGRPC, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, California Rifle and Pistol Association, all the 2A groups, federal level, you know, the national level, and at the state level. Because all we have left, ladies and gentlemen, we all know all we have left is what? The Supreme Court and Roberts compromised it, but hopefully Amy Coney Barrett uh, and Thomas and Alito and Gorsuch and Kavanaugh will band together and get us the win that we have been looking for. It could be the only sunshine we're going to have in the next two to four years in this country politically. Are you holding out for those three who decided that they didn't want to uh, overturn? What, the voter? Yeah. I, I, I think that's a totally different issue. I don't know how they interpret it. You know, I really didn't study it because it's mm. not in my wheelhouse. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I think Thomas can sway those younger justices to say, because he's pissed. Yeah, and he Thomas is very is, pro-2A. And he's pissed because Roberts keeps kicking a can down the road, and yeah, he knew he yeah. never had the votes. Right. That's why the New York State City case, <clears throat> we're taking the gun out and, the, you know, out of the city. And the 10 cases earlier this year, Ro- Thomas is pissed, and he this would be a great part of his legacy at the end to, to get something like this. Uh, so Thomas might be able to, to, to work with them, and uh, hopefully we'll get the results we want. Listen, Sandy, i got to have a win or two. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. oh, it's going to yeah. be 60 soon. Yeah. And, right. you know, coming to a different point in my life. And I would love to see New Jersey get right to carry and the 10 round mag ban overturned. And then I would like to take a bow and pass the baton. <laughs> Obviously, that's not going to happen. Uh, but let's hope and pray that we get those two wins. But this New York uh, case from New York State Rifle and Pistol Association is um, extremely promising. Uh, let's uh, let's see how many other two-way cases get to the Supreme Court over the winter into the spring for review. It probably wouldn't be a bad thing if it's very minimal amount of cases, and maybe they could just take one case to uh, to fight it. So yeah, right. everybody, uh, please stay focused on that. Now, the bad news. As I've been predicting for the longest time, the ATF, obviously, we know is a rogue group, right? Yeah. And... Uh, 
they won't the 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 deep state and the the uh, lifelong bureaucrats uh, all know Biden will be getting sworn in soon. So already they're starting to make changes, administrative changes to paperwork to uh, ban certain firearms and stuff. Okay, right. right. Uh, so I I was never a fan of the uh, arm brace guns. Yeah, All right. right. With you stabilizing braces and right. stuff, we don't have them here for rent. We don't sell them. I, I just because I just felt it was such a hokey gray area. Yeah, it was ripe for banning, and uh, so documents leaked to several media outlets recently to show that the Justice Department is moving to publish in the Federal Registry. Hold on a second. I'm looking for the date. Um, a document titled "Objective Factors for Classifying Weapons with Stabilizing Bra- Braces." The document itself is not a ban on pistol braces, but it does lay the groundwork for extensive restrictions on what firearms can have stabilizing brace accessories in the typically convoluted and vague ATF fashion. Just like New Jersey gun laws, make them convoluted and vague so people get into a jam. Right. That's that's right. that's the goal. Right. That's, that's the, goal. the goal. Has always been the goal. So here's the deal. The ATF approved braces about eight years ago. And about 4 million guns with stabilizing braces have been sold in the past eight years. Now the ATF says they, that they want us to register ARs with braces. How convenient is that, considering Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are now demanding gun registration and mandatory buybacks? Yes, right. Very, pretty, right. pretty convenient. Pretty convenient. They're, yeah. they're actually talking about if you own a, a stabilizing brace gun, that you have to get an NFA stamp for 300 bucks and you have to register the gun, each gun. Jeez. Oh, man. There you go. There's that backdoor ban we've been talking about. Trump. For years. Trump's not going to do anything. He's no. he's focused on election tampering and right. and and shit like that. Excuse me. So th- no one's going to touch this. So Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are going to step right into it. So excuse me. We're going to see a lot. I'm eating a lot more oatmeal lately. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I haven't had a cigar in 18 days. Congratulations. I guess that uh, <clears throat> little episode scared you a little bit, huh? Little episode. That episode was called Prince Metal Angina. That's right. Uh, and that was a shot across the bow. I would love to go back to smoking a fat. Well, it's a little cigar. more than a shot across the bow, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm only having one cup of caffeine a day instead of 15. Yeah, that's good. And I haven't had a cigar in 18 days, but it hasn't affected me at all. One bit. I'm fine. I'm 100% fine. I'm telling you right now, I'm fine. I got okay. A, Come in off the roof. I got an email from Gary Allison today. He's doing much better. Oh, great. Uh, Beacon Brass, Gary Allison, Excellent. instructor, teaches down at Bob's Little Sports Shop. And uh, Joe Rodriguez, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, and had a stroke in his early 60s as well. He's in physical therapy and he's recovering and coming along nicely. We've Very been communicating good. back and forth. God so bless. I turn around, everybody I know is being getting hit with these health issues. You know, for me, all right, I know I lost well, about we, we are men of a certain age. Yes, 170, 180 pounds. I work out five days a week. I eat pretty clean, but I was smoking way too much and inhaling and I was drinking way too much caffeine and I work seven days a week, 60, 70, 80 hours a week, sometimes nonstop, volunteer for everything. Somebody gets a call, we need you to speak down in here. Okay, I'm in mm-hmm. a car, I'm going. I, I'm not 40 anymore. Nope. Um, doing the best that I possibly can to try to slow down. It's not easy. It's not in my nature. 
But when you spend three days in the hospital getting poked and prodded and doctors lecturing you and put you on a couple of different new drugs and tell you this was your warning, next time uh, you're not going to be so lucky. <sighs> okay, I'm drinking water now. I stopped with the scotch for breakfast. For those listening to the show, I don't drink at all. That's true. That was just a joke. So imagine that. Imagine if I was a heavy drinker on top of the smoking and the caffeine. Right? Well, then your liver could keep your heart company. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about uh, the uh, trophy participation trophy generation. Oh, I got an email from Ken Edward, and then subsequently I got messages from a bunch of other people. We had a snowstorm. This week in uh, northern New Jersey, and 8 to 12 inches of snow, depending on where you live and how the snow drifted. And uh, the majority of the schools canceled online <laughs> school so that the teachers could have a snow day. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Because what union is stronger than the teachers' union? None. 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 We normally get snow days. They haven't missed a paycheck since this whole thing began. And As every politician don't even have to show up for work. Right, right. right. <laughs> we want. We haven't showed up to work for nine months. Right. It's snowed today. We want our effing snow day. That's <laughs> so great. Okay. They cancel the uh, virtual school. <laughs> okay. Now, some of the schools were like, we're canceling virtual school in case the power goes out or okay. Wi-Fi goes right. down. Right. That's and then, why. Now, some of the schools had a partially legitimate uh, excuse that in some schools, the teachers go to school and set up the Zoom. Okay. They don't Wasn't do it Wasn't it always home. about not wanting to put children in buses and risk their lives? <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever remember getting snow days? I don't remember many snow uh, days. Oh, my God. It had to be about five feet of snow. Oh, at least. My, my mother would have me walk to school to see if it was closed. And she probably oh, yeah. got the phone call that it was closed. Right. But it was be an hour. She got me out of the That's house. That's exactly and right. I'm home tired. <laughs> I don't know if school's closed. Aunt. Walk and go find go out. Go find out. <laughs> you people that don't that grew up with without cell phones understand that. You oh, young kids yes. don't they, have a clue. No, no idea. But yeah, my my parents would hoodwink me that way without a doubt. Of course. Oh, what are you and kidding? then I'd get home and then she'd send me to the corner store. Right. And yes, then I'd get right. home and she'd tell me to drop something off at my grandmother's house six right. blocks away. <laughs> Anything get to get you the help. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't have video games back no. then. So we were like in the kitchen going, why do owls have beaks? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, why is salt water salty? <laughs> Ask your father. <laughs> uh, yeah, my father, well, my father did work. Yeah, yeah. All my father did is work. I don't remember uh, my father. I mean, my father died when I was a kid, but I don't ever remember him being home. He, he just worked and worked and worked and worked. I think Sunday was the only day the poor bastard ever took off. And if he had a side job on Sunday, he would take it. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. oh guaranteed. Sure. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. My father drove a truck, delivered appliances Monday through Friday, and Saturdays he used to uh, use the truck and go pick up scrap washers and dryers and bring them to a junkyard in Wallington or Lodi and sell them to make yeah. extra money. Right. I remember those <sighs> days. Yeah, my mom, too. My mom worked... Seven nights a week. She was a she was a registered nurse. She worked seven nights a week, and she worked nights just so she could be home during the day. Unbelievable. Man, those days are gone. Yep. 
So my friend Mark Keefe, who's the editor for uh, NRA American Rifleman, he wrote a report, uh, the Keefe Report, Where's All the Ammo? Because all of you gun owners out there, stop hoarding the ammo so that the shelves can fill yep. and the prices can start to come down a little bit. OK, I know there's going to we're going to hit the end of the year with 10 million new gun owners. But you other 120 million previous gun owners slow down. Right. Listen, it's never going to go back to normal. I'm telling you right now, we no. all ruined it because these 10 million new gun owners and maybe 15 right. million new gun owners. They're used to paying years, these ridiculous prices. Yes, they don't. They don't know. They never they didn't realize yeah. the baseline that we had. Yeah. Okay? So They're not buying a white box Winchester for, uh, you know, uh, nine bucks at Walmart. <clears throat> Correct. So, but even Todd Rathner wrote that. He goes, if everybody stopped hoarding ammo, why is there still no ammo? Right. And again, almost 30 years, I've never seen it this crazy before. But uh, he wrote that demand was actually on the upswing before 2020 began. Then the dump stop, dumpster fire that is 2020 wrought havoc on both gun and ammunition availability. This is a pure demand-driven issue. The government guys who may or may not uh, be in black helicopters are not interested in small rifle primers or 22 long rifle. Right. Good luck finding either on the shelf. Mm -mm. He you wrote, can't "How even find shotgun primers? You can't get anything." Yeah, it's incredible. He wrote. He says uh, he got a call from somebody. Do you have any 3030? This was not a question I was expecting. I mean, after all, there might be some parachute court wrapped lever action somewhere if they haven't been snarfed up. But 30-30 ammo? Really? It was a friend who was going hunting, and he couldn't find 30-30 ammo. Jeez. All right? People are buying. People walk into a store, and, like, they have one box of 45 long colt, and they buy a 45 long colt, colt, colt gun that goes with it. Jeez. <laughs> Okay, that's so crazy. And, and people that normally would buy four or five boxes of ammo are now buying four or five cases right. of ammo. Right. Okay. Yep. And now it's no longer supply chain problems. He's saying, with the exception of the Remington plant in Arkansas, that plant was sidelined by the sale of the company by a bankruptcy court. Uh, talk about a series of unfortunate events. One of the largest plants in the country couldn't make ammo at full capacity because of the financial problems of its parent company. Hmm. The good news is that Vista Outdoor picked up that facility, and the Vista team is very good indeed at making ammunition. So they're back up and running again, all right? But <clears throat> people can't find uh, steel shot for, you know, where you can't use lead right, uh, for right. waterfowl hunting. Yeah. Uh, so he says he's spoken, um, uh, Dave Keefe has spoken with Mike Mark. Mark Keefe, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Dave Keefe from the board. Board, But he said he's spoken to reps from every major ammo company in the United States as well as quite a few importers. It's not that they aren't trying to meet demand. It's just that demand is so high that as soon as product enters commerce, it's gone. There's an insatiable appetite out there now. And once rumors about uh, ammo pricing being ammo being in short supply start leaking out, much like the primer scarcities we've had over the years, the demand mm. increases. Panic begets more panic, okay? which we know is true. And he's like, how long will this continue to go on? No one really knows, but it's unlikely to burst soon, especially as anti-gun bills are introduced at the state and federal levels. Even when the raging floodwaters of demand subside, we will still be looking at a completely empty distribution chain that will take a long time to fill. I've been saying that. It's probably going to be six months before we see it. And for you people out there that used to buy 9mm ammo for $9 a box, I bet you you won't <laughs> be able to find it under 15 anymore. Ever. Mm. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. There's there's no way. There's no way. Right. Uh, so, 
what, yeah, once the market hits it, you know, once everybody's used to paying, it's like the housing market. Once people move in from a place where, you know, the, the they're used to $500,000 minimum housing and they move to a place that's got $200,000, 300000 bucks is a, is a bargain. Correct. <clears throat> Correct. So I'm telling you right now, uh, it's going to be a long time. But if, if you have 10 cases of ammo at home right now, stop buying it let's get the supply chain to catch up and maybe the demand if it comes down a little bit maybe we'll see the prices start to come back down again but if everybody is in this feeding frenzy the old time gun people and the 10 million new gun owners we're not going to see it come down anytime soon no you're right let's Absolutely face it right. it's just going to continue in this vicious circle and it's not going to end so excuse me one second oh have you guys uh reviewed joe biden's gun safety platform Oh, it's brutal. He wants to hold gun manufacturers accountable, which that lawsuit is still going on about Newtown, Connecticut, up right, there, about right. that the gun manufacturer is responsible. He wants to get weapons of war off our streets. Okay? Aye. He wants to, in order to secure the passage of the bans, they have to agree that a 10-year sunset provision, and when the time came to Bush administration, he's talking about the 1994 solar ban, he wants to re-implement that and high-capacity magazines. So what is the baseline for a magazine then? Is it 10 rounds, 8 rounds, 7 rounds, 6 rounds? Mm. Who gets to decide that arbitrary number? Right. Right? Seriously, what is what is the number? Uh, this is the big one. Regulate possession of assisting, assist, existing exalt, what, exalt weapons <laughs> under the National Firearms Act. All right. Mm. So they're going to start with uh, braces. And then they're going to get into all ARs, all right. black rifles, right. all semi-automatic rifles. And you know what happens when they regulate the possession. Once you register it and pay a tax on it, then two years later they ban it. Right. And okay. then they confiscate it. Correct. A mandatory buyback of assault mm -hmm. weapons and high-cap magazines. That, uh, that, that means confiscation. That's exactly what Mandatory that means, right. buyback is not a buyback. Right. Okay. Right. They never sold it to you in the first place. Correct. Uh this one copy right out of New Jersey because what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. Reduce stockpiling of weapons. In order to reduce the stockpiling of firearms, Biden supports legislation restricting the number of firearms an individual may purchase per month to one. And then you notice it says firearms, not handguns. No, all. Any firearm. Every firearm. Yeah. Keep guns out of dangerous hands. Require background checks for all gun sales, okay? Because of this gun show loophole that I haven't been able to exploit in my 60 years. Yeah, me either. Okay? Uh, reinstate the Obama-Biden policy to keep guns out of the hands of certain people unable to manage their affairs for mental reasons. Okay? And there we go with the stigma again. And this one I've never heard about. Close the hate crime loophole. Yeah, I, yeah. What is that? So Biden will enact legislation prohibiting an individual who has been convicted of a misdemeanor hate crime or received an enhanced sentence for a misdemeanor because of hate or bias in its commission from purchasing or possessing a firearm. So now we move the bar down from felon to a misdemeanor, misdemeanor crime. Because there was hate involved. So if you and I got into a fight, Sandy, and, and I, I said, I you, hate you. <laughs> no, but if I called you a greasy Italian wop or something like that, right. I don't know if people of Italian descent are considered in a protected class, but I'm just using that one as an example, right? Right. 
So would that be considered a hate crime? No, probably not, because I don't think WAPs are in the... Okay, but if it was another minority like Spanish or African-American, or it's got to be, I guess, a protected class? I guess so, yeah. Or, hmm. or it could be, you know, any number of different genders or whatever. I'm not really sure. So Whatever falls into that, I guess. Gotcha. So Sandy put it right <clears> on the head. Now we're going to be banning people from owning guns for misdemeanors. Hmm. That's all they care about. I mean, that's all that that's all that really matters, right? It doesn't Correct. matter what they can wangle you with. It's just that they can now get you for a misdemeanor. And Correct. if you now, and if you have somebody fill out your social security form or something like that, they're gonna take your guns away too. Which is what you just talked about. Uh the next one is to close the Charleston loophole. What the the Charleston loophole allows people to complete a firearms ID background. Would that require check. the FBI to actually do their job? Would that be <laughs> Yeah, if because the law says if it's not, not approved within three business days you can get your gun. They want to extend it to ten days because the FBI is busy investigating <laughs> uh, key uh, dossiers and, and looking yeah, at what, exactly. and, and planning their upward mobility. <laughs> not, Who gets promoted next? They're not busy investigating the Biden the Biden uh scam. But uh, everything else is fine. You know, nothing to see here. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how it went from uh, the Russians meddled in the election for four solid years to elections can't be tampered with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the next thing is end the online sale of firearms and ammo. Okay. Yeah. That's, so that's if, everything. if you live in uh, an area where you have to drive four and a half hours in order to go get. Uh, ammunition you can't order from uh, a catalog anymore. Remember the good old days when you could buy guns and ammo online and there were never any school shootings? Yeah, correct. So this legislation prohibits all online sales of firearms, ammo, kits, and gun parts. Oh, great. Gun parts. So if you needed a screw for your soap (laughs) from Brownell, (laughs) you you have to drive to Iowa. Or make it yourself, I guess. Holy crap. That's just wonderful. That's just great. Next one is create an effective program to ensure individuals who become prohibited from possessing firearms relinquish their weapons. You'd think that would be standard. Uh, Incentivize state extreme risk laws. So a federal incentive to make sure every state passes a red flag law that blows in the face of the Constitution. Right. Where okay. anybody, anywhere, for any reason, can say you're crazy and uh, need to have your guns removed. Right? That's good. Uh, That's give wonderful. states incentives to set up gun licensing programs. Biden will enact legislation to give states and local governments grants to require individuals to obtain a license prior to purchasing a gun. A license uh, to exercise your civil right. Civil right. Uh, adequately fund and back uh, the background check system. Well, that that probably should have been something we've been doing forever since they take so much in taxes from Pittman Robinson and violence taxes that businesses like mine pay. It's supposed to go to fund stuff like that, but instead it goes to fund an- anti-violence initiatives in the inner city. Right. So the, as the infrastructure right. crumbles and buy gun buyback programs as the infrastructure crumbles, when even all of us pay money for the Knicks. Uh, and we pay far more than it costs to actually do the check. Yeah, it gets scarier now. You ready? Yeah. At- establish a new task force on online harassment and abuse to focus on the connection between mass shootings, harassment, extremists, and violence against women. Okay? A task force. Task force. 
expand the use of evidence-based lethality assessments by law enforcement in cases of domestic violence. I have no idea what that means. No. Okay. Anyway, make sure firearms owners take the responsibility of ensuring their weapons are used safely. Put America on a path to ensuring that 100% of firearms sold in America are smart guns. <laughs> Yay! There you have it. Remember how many times have we said what starts in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey? Correct. Here's another one. Hold adults accountable for giving minors access to a firearm. We don't have a law for that already? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. How we Require- gonna, How about... How about prosecuting them for that? Right. Require gun owners to safely store their weapons. I, we have a law for that, too. Now, I think what they're looking for is the same kind of laws that uh, you, you find in Australia, where you have to dismantle your gun, lock it up in one part, and put your ammunition in another part under lock and key. So if anything happens, you have to put your gun together and then go find your ammo somewhere else. Oh, marvelous. Good luck with that. Marvelous. Prioritize prosecution of straw purchasers. Yeah, good luck with that. The ATF is busy. No well, def- uh, yeah, Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just there too. They should be busy. the first ones. They should be the first ones <laughs> yeah, to be prior- <laughs> to stop, to stop for, Yeah, to be prosecuted for straw purchases or allowing straw purchases. Here's another one. Notify law enforcement when a potential purchaser fails a background check. That isn't a law already. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're too busy. Right. All right, here's another one. Require firearms owners to report if their weapon is lost or stolen. Come on. Another one. Stop ghost guns. Ugh, 3D printing. Okay, we can get into that later on, First Amendment. Reform How many 3D printing guns exist? Uh, There's probably a couple thousand out there, but it's a single shot. And how many are being used in drive-by shootings? Not yet. Yeah, not yet. It's getting there. Yeah, it will Uh, get there. Wow, here's a good one. Reform, fund, and empower the U.S. Department of... Justice Department to enforce our gun laws. <laughs> you have to do your job. How about just showing up, ATF? And not just that? against law-abiding citizens. Right. You also yeah. have to enforce the laws with criminals. Right. How about the gun traffickers and shit like that? How about maybe looking at them? You know. Here's another one, Sandy. Instead Direct- of the woman, instead of that woman from New York, right, who's renting out. Uh, uh, what was she renting out movie guns and she faces 25 years in yeah. jail for all inoperable fi- fake friggin' guns? <laughs> but ATF classifies one. them. You're going to love it. Direct the ATF to issue an annual report on oh. firearms trafficking. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's critical. We haven't lived without that. That know, will lower crime. That absolutely lower crime. Tackle urban gun violence with targeted evidence-based community interventions. God almighty. It's more gobbledygook than you've ever heard. I'm not done. Dedicate the brightest scientific <laughs> minds to solving the gun violence public health epidemic. Oh, there is a gun violence public health epidemic. Yes. I see that. And the, and we're recruiting the brightest scientific minds from where? The government? Is, yeah. is what we're doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Prohibit the use of federal funds to arm or train educators to discharge firearms. What? What? Prohibit the use of federal funds to arm or train educators to discharge firearms. So, in other words, teachers should not be armed. No federal funds to teach uh, teachers how to be armed. Okay, we should 
be passing rational gun laws not requiring educators who already have too much on their plates, like virtual snow dates, yeah. to also protect the safety of their students. Biden supports barring states from using, using federal dollars to armor train educators to discharge firearms. What wow. union is stronger than the teachers' union? None. Right. None. Supporting survivors of violence in their community. I agree with that. Make federal programs for more trauma-informed. Boy, a lot of, a lot of money here. Create a network of trauma care centers. Train health care and other service providers in trauma-centered care. Okay, wow. What an agenda we're going to be facing, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're all ready for this, okay? Uh, because this, this is where it's coming. You betcha. And guess what? Many of you voted for it. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. Marty's Vburger.com, 20% off with a gun for hire ID. If you can't come to New York City for an amazing meal, grab a meal kit and cook it yourself. 
Order at martysvburger.com or pick up in New Jersey at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. Marty's bringing me today one of his burgers over a kale salad because he's trying to make me healthier. Nice. Uh, remember, if you need insurance. Sounds in, pretty good. I'm, I'll let you know. All New right. York City, New York State, nytacdefense.com. Tell Peter Tillum Gun for Hire sent you. Receive a 10% discount off the monthly VIG. U.S. Law Shield. Use code Gun for Hire in the other 49 states. Do not forget John Petrolino's book, Decoding Firearms, is on Amazon and it's also available here at the range. Great Christmas gift. People Absolutely. have been coming in. Jules came in the other day with uh, two priests. Yep. And his lovely wife, Sandy, he's recovering quite well. Carries around the, his own priest? Yes. The reason why he beat the corona was because he carries a pocket knife. He cut right through it. Nice. I thought because he carries around two priests with him. Nope. So what he did was he brought them in, introduced them to shooting, had them shoot a variety of guns. They're new nice. firearms owners. And he bought them Knappen's book and Petrolino's book. Excellent. Yeah, Great. Can't get better Seems than good. that. They can't get better than that. Remember, uh, speaking of Napping, the Gun Lawyer podcast, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. The Quarantine Crawl page. It's quarantinecrawl.com. Now we have 267 Pro 2A businesses. Picked up another bakery. Picked up another bakery. <laughs> Varelman's bakery, bakery in Rutherford. Nice. Picked up a German bakery. Sandy, you where are they in Rutherford? Where on uh, Park Ave? Oh, nice. Uh, they've been in thirty years. Wow. Picked up another bakery. Anyway, did you go there? Uh, of course. That <laughs> that makes sixty-five restaurants and eleven sweet and snacks. Of so course. that makes seventy-six of the two hundred and sixty-five <laughs> are food. <laughs> but listen, quarantinecrawl.com. Bookmark it on your mobile device. Add it like on the on the page, you know, of your mobile device. Good idea. And it can search by location. So wherever you are, from Willing 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 Borough, South Jersey, all the way up to to Stillwater, okay, out east to New York City, out west to uh, Camisa's Pizza. You just click on it, click the category, whether it's a lawyer, a mental health professional, whatever, pizzeria, restaurant. Click on that first before you spend your hard-earned dough. Support those who support you. We're up to 265 businesses. I'm trying to get to 300 within the next month. I've, if anybody has a friend, family, or whatever you know that's pro 2A, any business product or service in the New York metro area, or if it's a nationwide thing, let me know. We have credit card processing, financial people. I just referred to crawl to uh, uh, our mental health professionals. Quarantinecrawl.com. Check that before you go and check your Yelp. Open yep. Table, Urban yep. Spoon, yep. Yep. Resi, yep. all right. of that other crap, please. These are businesses that especially now, you know, Snaggletooth might shut restaurants down yeah. in New Jersey. We just never know. Especially right now. Correct. My book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, is about 93.5% done. And a half percent. 93 and a half percent Very good all right so uh it's it's coming really 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 stop touching me dog <laughs> the dog is pushing his toy against my leg should i run <laughs> you probably should should i run i you think know, he's trying to give you a message he no, might he want to play already. yeah so uh, you know there has been no no support from the small business administration national no. state level mm -mm. uh the the restaurant associations the uh chamber of commerce because we know they're all in bed with the pol politicians yes. right right so new york shut down all indoor dining even though the 
transmission rate is 1.4%, and group gatherings in the home transmission rate is 74%. Right. But he can't stop people from meeting in their houses, so of course you shut something else down because it feels good. Well, they're trying to. They're trying to tell you not to travel for Christmas. They're trying to tell you not to get together with people of uh, more than two households. Yes. Now, I hate to tell you this, but when Cuomo runs... He wins like by 90% in the five boroughs, and de Blasio wins by like 90%. So you people voted for this? Yes, right. Right? Exactly. Same in California. Correct. Gavin Same in New Jersey. Yep. Did you see the uh, governor of Rhode Island uh, tweet it, stay home, don't go out, blah, 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 blah. And then that night she went to one of those where you eat and paint and drink wine. (laughs) And she was shown in a room full of people with her mask down drinking wine and painting. That's correct. Because she's the governor. Yeah, that's right. All right. G-U-V apostrophe N-A. Governor, if it pleases the crown, may I please breathe your air. Right. Short breaths, peasant. And it's the small business people that are getting crushed. And it's not only them, too, Ant. It's the... Uh, you know, like the nonprofit agencies that are like the community based nonprofit agencies that are getting crushed. You have a situation now. Yeah. In fact, I did. I heard about it the other day and I put it uh, up on a, I don't know. Hopefully I did it right. Made one of those, uh, what do you call it? GoFundMe pages. But there's a uh, an organization that services. Um, it's a community based organization, been in existence for 50 years, visiting uh, a health service. And they're literally on the verge of closing uh, and collapsing after 50 years for lack of funding. First, uh, Murphy cut their funds for elder care and moved it all over to help illegal immigrants in the beginning of the year. And then they get hit with COVID. So, I mean, these people, these are dedicated nurses and visiting home care people who go out. They leave their home every single day and their families risk their lives to give care to the the infirmed elderly and our veterans. They service like 21,000 vets and they're the only one people who do it. World War II vets, Korean vets, Vietnam War vets, and not to mention all the people from the sandbox who have been injured. And they're on their way of going out. I I couldn't believe this. My wife told me about this the other night. They can't even buy gas for the damn vehicles to get out. they're, They're running desperately low on PPE. They have absolutely nothing. So I set up a GoFundMe account. These people need like almost 59 grand just to get care to these people through the holidays. Wow. It's unbelievable. So, you know, I, I, I got them a, you know, a, 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 um, a gas card and everything else, you know, that they could use and whatever, at least get gas in the car. I don't know what else to do. But if you guys out there, especially us vets, you know, my fellow vets, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you um, for our veterans and, 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 and our elderly, uh, help these people out. It, it's uh, what, what do you what do you give? And can we put it on the uh, on our on our Facebook page? Yeah, I'm going to share it everywhere. Uh, you share it here, and you're going to send me an email with all the info, and I'm going to share it on all of our social media stuff: Parlor, MeWe, Facebook, Great. Instagram, Great. LinkedIn. Till I get banned again. So, and you guys, if you could also just kind of you know repost it and, and do whatever you can. And if there's anybody out there that has access to excess PPE or masks or gloves, uh, or, you know anything like that, they're in absolute desperate need 
uh, of anything gift cards anything that they get you know that they have to buy things for the for the older people and you know it's just it's 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 horrible my my heart goes out to these poor people we'll do whatever we can i will make a donation as we well, have, so we have a great family of listeners out there please show your support especially it's the holiday season rex is crying because she's a bitch <laughs> um, and we'll post a link on the gun for hire uh radio Everywhere. Uh, I'm going to put it okay. everywhere. Good. And it, it's a uh, GoFundMe of VHS of Ocean County. And it, it stays right in New Jersey. I'll put the link when I post a radio show, too. Oh, great. Excellent. Thanks. All right. Last thing before I go into a ton of letters and advice. Because we have nothing else to do in New Jersey, because we don't have rampant crime, catch and release, revolving criminal justice system here, and our infrastructure is falling apart, our AG, uh, Gerber Gruel, um, sued Smith & Wesson, okay? Jeez, what an idiot. All right, and, yeah, they're suing because they're saying it's false advertising because Smith & Wesson says that, you know, having a gun makes you safer, so they're suing Smith and Wesson for false advertising, and Smith and Wesson um, sue is countersuing, saying that it's an unconstitutional fishing expedition that is politically motivated. Okay, so and it's being backed by Bloomberg, by the way. Bloomberg and uh, Gruel are all well, in bed together, right, of exactly, course, of right. course, of course. But this is this is the shit that we have to deal with all the time. All right. Uh, uh, because Smith & Wesson has advertising that, you know, if you have a gun in a magazine, you know, in Smith, in the, uh, uh, you know, like Guns Magazine or American Handgunner Magazine or something, that it's going to make you safer. So Gruel says, well, that's false advertising. We want to sue you <laughs> so you can, um, you know. <laughs> Gruel filed, filed administrative subpoena seeking evidence of fraudulent advertising from the gun manufacturer. The subpoenas request documentation related to advertisements that claim firearms make a home safer. An untrained homeowner could use a Smith & Wesson firearm safely and effectively to defend his home and whether guns enhance one's lifestyle. Okay. Nothing Only because else it's been proven do. a million times a year? Is that Not, why? Yeah, nothing, nothing better else. Yeah. to do. Yeah. Nothing better mm -hmm. to do with our taxpayer dollars because he right. has nothing else to do. Right. Isn't he suing the Trump administration for releasing criminals and not giving up ICE in sanctuary cities and states? And Jesus, it's so backwards. I don't, uh, I don't know what to say anymore. Bad. It's just... I don't know what yeah, to say. It's enervating. So I got some... Uh, I got some letters here. My buddy Andrew M. Anthony, thank you for sending me that letter earlier this month. My final email to you is that it worked. Got the permits and purchased a pistol. Thank you for all you do for us in the 2A community. Anything I can do in return, please let me know. I told him to join the NRA, ANJRPC, and CNJFO. By the way, that letter was written by J Factor. Uh, and, and Mark Cheeseman, but J Factor wrote that, wrote that letter. He wrote, wrote that, that letter. letter. And he read it's, it good. It, yes, it's on the Gun for Hire radio page, both letters. If your initial firearm ID or firearms ID and pistol permits, they're on the um, the Gun for Hire radio page. You can uh, download the PDF, you can fill it out, and you can send it in. They seem to be quite effective. Uh, <clears throat> my buddy uh, Richie McBride talks about how uh, California recently decriminalized the act of knowingly having sex with someone while withholding knowledge that the one, that person is HIV positive. Nice. Okay, but Americans living in California can't eat outside at a restaurant or have a beer under a tent. No. Mm -mm. Okay? 
I mean, it is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Here's another one. Uh, I received your message. Please be. This is from my buddy um, Scott. I received your message. Please be advised that your background check has been completed by a detective. They still are several other steps required before your ID and permits are activated in the FAR system. We are currently experiencing a 500% increase in firearms applications <laughs> compared to the same time last year. Your application will be processed in the order it was received. I anticipate you will be notified by our department to pick up your ID over the next few weeks. I am unable to give you an exact date. These are people that I have them sending uh, letters out. Paul Molinari. This is uh, Mount Laurel, Burlington County. Submitted his application November 2nd. References submitted November 2nd. Background check completed by the state uh, police the 11th of November. And e-permit received December 16th. So about six weeks. Mm. Since there's a 500% increase, it's not bad. The law is 30 days. Right. But six weeks without much communication or stress, uh, Paul, is... Heaven pretty, sent. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, he yeah. heaven, heaven sent. These are the emails I love. This is from Phoebe M. Anthony, the first time I ever shot a gun was back in 2016 at Gun for Hire. My mom and I just decided out of the blue to come despite neither of us ever shooting again. And it was an unbelievable experience. There was a wait, and my mom was so happy about the wait because it meant that there were more people who wanted to learn to shoot, and it showed a sense of patriotism, patriotism that she didn't think could exist in New Jersey, let alone in her hometown of West Patterson. Old school. Still can't call it Woodland <laughs> Park. I love your mom. So now, four years later, in the year that 2020 has been, I finally applied for my ID card in May. I was on the Gunfire website every day waiting for when you were opening back up for classes. I believe it was July 19th. I was sitting in your ladies-only pistol class, and in August I made my first purchase, Glock 26. Every time I come to Gun for Hire is an incredible experience. Everyone from the front desk back to retail and RSOs are the most friendly people I have ever met. Last time I was in, in the RSO Corey took time to watch and help me. I believe his name is Josh, was the RSO officer during my pistol class, and he has remembered me when I have seen him around the range afterwards. You have created an awesome team and environment that welcomes everyone. And though it's been for years, I finally convinced my mom to come back to the range with me this upcoming Friday. I love your radio show. Thank you so much for all the work you do for the people like me and New Jersey. The haters can't conceive how much time and effort you put in to fighting for all of us. Thank you and your team for creating a home for the 2A community in New Jersey. Merry Christmas. Thank you and God bless Phoebe M. Thank you, Phoebe. So when I get a, a symbiotic embolism in my heart, this <laughs> stuff makes it all worth it. Okay? Uh, all worth it because of people like you. Thank you. The haters can continue to hate. The dog is ticking me off. He's trying to jump on top of me, but he's not a lap dog. He's like 35 pounds. Okay? He's been pretty good for the past couple of hours. Yeah, so Phoebe, while you're listening to this show, we just had our first snowstorm, I pro and it was sooner than I thought it would be. Every year in learning, which again will be con in my book as well, but we talk about uh, different safety things, and now it's going to be winter safety. So especially you should, have, you should pack a winter travel safety kit, all right? Make sure you have your cell phone, an ice scape, scraper, and a brush. Uh, if you want, it's not a bad idea, uh, especially for ladies out there and men, if you travel alone, a bag of cat litter in the back of your car, uh, like a 25-pound bag of the old-fashioned clay cat litter, 
it gives you a little more ballast in the back for traction, but you can use it. You can break that bag open and throw it on the ground to get traction if you're stuck. Nice. All right. A lot of people don't know that, but it's good. You don't have to carry a bag of salt or sand with you. Cat litter will work. Always have a black blanket in a car. You'll thank me later. It's not a bad idea to have a hat, gloves, and maybe a scarf, too. Right. A good flashlight, over 200 lumens, would be a good idea. Uh, and I'll tell you what, uh, you know, if you can buy lock the icer, even if you have, if your older car has a key that goes in the door, next time you go to a car wash or an auto center, buy a little thing of lock the icer. Don't keep it in a car. Keep it in your bag or keep it in your pocket. You'll thank me for that. Mm-hmm. What I also keep in my car is I have a little... Uh, collapsible shovel obviously i have a windshield scraper and a small broom i always have a couple of bottles of water i'm what kind fat. of collapsible shovel like the old uh, military ones it, no they suck i bought oh. a collapsible shovel on online the military shovels are suck they're, yeah. they're good for digging a hole in the dirt they're or not good for somebody's moving snow. head off yeah. yeah oh yeah right right yeah because they're pointed yeah. i also i always have water and because i'm fat i always have some kind of snacks in the car I, you know what I mean? It's not yeah, a bad yeah. idea to yeah. have something. I have a first aid kit in my car. I have a multi-tool in my car. All right? Um, we talk about if you're really in a remote area, you should have a tow chain or a tow rope in your car. Yeah. Something to think about. Also, how many people even have booster cables in their car anymore, Sandy? Or a booster box? I don't think anybody. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I have a booster box. Um, what about emergency flares and reflectors? You know, I don't have them. Mm. What about a fluorescent uh, distress flag? No. What about a membership to an, uh, like, AAA? That I have, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's a great gift, especially the holidays. Yeah. You know, with, yeah, with, great with idea. Hanukkah and everything else. It's like literally like uh, Automobile Association of America. If it's available in your area, it's like $100 a year for the basic package. Right. They will even bring you five gallons of gas if you run out of gas. Right. Remember in the wintertime, ladies and gentlemen out there, never let your tank go below half a tank. No, right. I live a mile from the range. I work out a mile from the range. The day before the snowstorm, I had 168 miles till empty. I topped my tank off, brought me up to 350 miles till empty. Yeah, right. Okay. Am I crazy? Mm, okay, a little bit. But you know what? I'd rather have it. Who knows? The, the the meteorologist could be wrong. What if we got three feet of snow and everything right. was shut down? Exactly. Now, all of a sudden, I'm looking at 72 miles left to empty, 68 miles. You know, you start to get... Right. I don't need that extra stress. Anything just, can happen. Correct. You just turn and fill my tank up before the storm, and Tracy filled her tank up, is more than enough that you need to do. You don't need to go crazy, all right? Uh you know what else is nice to have in your car, Sandy, and you can buy them online, is uh, seatbelt cutters. And, oh, uh, yeah. you know, we just had an accident in front of the range the other day before we opened, and uh, an SUV went on its side. Oh, my goodness. And they came, and they pulled the windshield out, and they had to cut the windshield. They had to cut the seatbelt to get the guy out because he couldn't get the seatbelt off. I mean, how fast were they going? That's, that's uh, not a... I missed it. I, I missed it. I got there late, but wow. somebody turned a corner and was obviously flying yeah uh but but so the deal was what i'm trying to say is that you could reach up to the visor and cut that seatbelt. right um it's not a bad thing to have i have on the visors of all my vehicles and they've got them with a glass break on the other side too you can get a glass break one too the ones i have don't have a glass break because my tactical pen has a glass break on it but uh, the ones I get, they're just a little flat plastic with a razor blade, like, inside of it. And yeah. it just, has, like, it almost looks like a letter opener. Right, right, yeah. All right, and you just take that, and uh, you just grab 
your uh, the seatbelt and you cut it off. But this guy was suspended. The car flipped to the driver's side. He couldn't get seatbelt off. Oh, if yeah. you if your weight is if you're 200 pounds and you're pulling down on it, you're not you're not going to be able to release that seatbelt. Right. So the the Woodland Park West Patterson uh, Fire Department they cut they cut it off. They had to pull the windshield out and cut it off. But these are just little things like. You know, if you had a bug out bag, it, that's in your car already. And daylight savings time, you should have replaced the packets of water or the energy bars in that bag. But I always tell a story. One time I used to work in Whippany and I lived in Belleville. And coming home with my buddy Ron Debaco, we it took us seven hours to get home. Oh. Everything completely shut down. Yeah. And actually, we were on Bloomfield Avenue, like Caldwell, and the Red Cross came by and was giving everybody like Little Debbie cakes and coffee. Because it was a total lockdown. Oh, that was man. probably in the in the mid eighties. That happened that just a couple of years up. ago too. Well, Murphy, Murphy's Murphy, first year. Yeah, yeah. Murphy's first year, he, he screwed the pooch, and it took me and Winston. By the way, Winston's gone um, two years yesterday. Wow, time flies, huh? Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, he was the man. So Winston and I were stuck for uh, two hours, and we're only a mile away. And boy, well, let me tell you something. I was thankful that I always plan ahead, full tank of gas and the whole bit. He couldn't wait until we got home so he could pee because there was like no place to pull over. Right, you know, we, yeah. we were stuck. And, you know, there's not you can there's not a lot of stuff you can store like winter's just starting to come. When you go in that convenience store to get a cup of coffee, you could grab a couple of protein bars that have like a two month day code. Yep. And throw them in your glove box or your yeah, console. Exactly. And I'm telling you, you'll thank me for it. A couple of bottles of water or something. If you're stuck in your car for a few hours, you're going to thank me for that. Obviously, too, that water bottle, too, if you're a guy, you could pee in it. You know, for women, they make a urinal adapter where you can stay in your car and urinate, which yeah. is something you can buy. Yeah, you can buy that online, too. Uh, these are little things that. You should all, again, visualization and mindset. Uh, most of this is covered, if not all of it, is covered in my book. But the, your cell phone, you better have a charger in your car. And when you get in your car, your cell phone should be close to 100%. And as soon as you get in your car, you should plug your cell phone into the charger in the car. Yeah. Imagine being at 20%, Sandy, right. and you're stuck in the snow and you have a catastrophic, catastrophic failure with your car. The electrical system goes down. Right. And now you only have 20%. On your uh, on your phone, you're totally screwed. Correct. You're going to be on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. You're going to make that call to emergency services, family or friends, and then 15 minutes later, the tow truck's going to be calling you to try to find you. No answer. And your family's going to be calling to check up on you. No answer. And where's your stress level going to go? Right through exactly. the ceiling. Okay, so these are the things you need. You need a detailed list of road trip supplies. If you have a loved one that commutes perfect holiday gift if you have a kid that goes to college when they were still allowed to go away to universities and stuff like that hmm. perfect to have a bag like that right. but you also have to spend a few minutes explaining to them what's in that bag right and how to use many of them many correct of the most people right. don't know yeah you know like my mother was proofreading my book and i wrote have packets of water on hand and she put a question mark right because she didn't know because right. they make water in potable water in packets like your kids juice packets right like that capri sun juice they make water that has a five-year expiration date that's what i keep in my house that's what i keep in my car yeah right and a lot of people it doesn't have the straw by the way 
that you stick in. You, you just tear the corner and drink it. And it comes in four and eight ounce packets. You'll thank me if you have a couple of those packets in your car. You'll thank me if you have a couple of granola bars or some peanut M&Ms in your car if you're stuck for six hours on the side of a road. Look at Pennsylvania the other day. 60 car and truck pileup on Route 80. Man. If you were in the middle of that pileup, God blessed that you didn't get injured. How long do you think before they're coming to get you out? Right. Or the first few cars behind it. Correct. Do you think you have enough gas in your car to keep your car running and, and, and stay warm? What if your car got hit in the front and the fan went through the radiator and your car doesn't run now? Right. Do you have enough charge on your battery? Do you have a blanket to keep yourself warm? Right. Think Everybody think, you know, oh, I'm just going. Now, how many people in that 60-car pileup got on 80 and we're only going to be on 80 for an exit or two to get right. off to their exactly. work to go thinking, get gas and figure out get gas later it's a short trip right 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 okay i'm just getting on the highway short trip boom now i don't know i'm going to read more about that accident i bet you it was five or six hours before they had the whole thing cleared up oh i'm sure now let me ask you a question the um the blankets you know those mylar blankets the reflective ones are they any good if you're outside and the sun is hitting them in the car, no. Wow. Give me, give me a wool or some type of blanket, black. Again, we know black because when you go shopping, you can hide your packages and valuables with right. a black blanket. But no, give me a dark blanket any day. Those silver blankets that are supposed to reflect back, uh, adequate at best. If you're in the woods, they're okay. Make shift shelter or whatever. Uh, and the sun and light is hitting them and they hold some of the heat. But no, no, no. You really, really want to have. There's no reason why you can't have an old comforter or blanket right. or something that you keep in the trunk. Keep it in a plastic bag or whatever so it doesn't get moldy or crappy or anything. But visualization and mindset i talk about it all the time everybody needs to have stuff i don't care if your commute is one mile or 100 miles or you have loved ones that are out somewhere uh listen even if you live in arizona how cold does it get in the desert at night right right what if you were stuck That's in right. the middle of the night people just don't realize until it's too late okay until it's too late then they realize it before you know it you will be eating those two-year-old mcdonald french fries that are under your seat in your car <laughs> Because they don't go bad. They don't go bad. No, no, no. Or the Twinkies. Same texture and everything. Yeah. If you happen, if you're lucky enough to have a Twinkie. Yeah. But if you've ever dropped a fast food French fry and you find it two or three years later, you can eat that shit. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's very true. I'm not kidding. You can eat that shit. <laughs> and the packets of ketchup. That'll keep you going. If you have good. any packets of ketchup, that you're living large, man. That's right, baby. <laughs> That in your great... water, you make tomato soup. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lucy. All uh, right. You, uh, all of you have a safe and happy uh, Christmas. I uh, hope your Hanukkah was really well. Tracy and I celebrated Hanukkah. I got a gift every day for eight days. Isn't that great? I, eight days. I got a gift every day. It's the bestest, bestest, bestest. So, uh, yeah, all of you, love you all. Sandy, passing the baton to you. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted 500 hours of your perfectly good time <laughs> listening to Gunfire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, uh, Rex the Wonder Dog, and the rest of the crew here at Gunfire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. A happy, 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 and a merry, merry, merry to everybody. We love you guys. Stay safe. Get a blanket. See you next week. From sea to the shining sea.
see 